Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a story. It's a question, it's a statement, it's what can you offer? here for a celebration. You bought your tickets for a celebration. So a celebration is what you're going to get. So what do you think about The Undertaker saying that today's generation of wrestlers are way too soft? Dexter Hardaway, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Dexter Hardaway is who's, no, Dexter, who The Undertaker's listen, talking about. Dexter's listening to this, and here's the thing with Dexter. Is that We've had Dexter on here. I understand Dexter and I are working an angle right now, and I understand that... Um, for all for all the people that are looking at it and saying, oh, Alex is just a really good bad guy. I don't like Dexter. And Dexter doesn't like me. I mean, it's, 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 it's duly noted. Like, when I say things, they come from the heart. When Dexter gets in there and swinging a chair at me, do you think he's, you think he's taking it easy because I'm a worker? No, he's beating the shit out of me. I don't think you uh, have to look further than the fact that we did a podcast with Dexter a few months ago, sometime last, I think it might have been early last year, and uh, after he left the room, you kept talking shit about him, and I recorded it, and then I posted it later. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I called, I, I, what I did is that I called Dexter a little bitch, and, you know, here's the thing, is I've spent a lot of time with Dexter, like, over the years, and when it comes to, like, character work, and it comes to, you know, putting together stuff, and promoting things online mm-hmm. Dexter's incredible like he's done really great things yeah the problem is is that and this this is this isn't a gimmick like Dexter straight up left WFC he left Oklahoma wrestling he went to Texas mm-hmm. and made a name for himself I guess grew a dumbass top knot like his 1986 Gene Simmons from kiss and rolling in to WFC now and now he realized that a guy that he once dogged and helped train more like take my money and you know bought pizza and you know he comes back and he wants to try to target me and and I'm not about it. You know what I mean? So um, from here on forward, when I'm talking on the microphone, it's legit. And here's the thing: I don't care what anyone says. Dexter was swinging that chair with malice and hate in his eyes. And you know I'm not the same guy. Dexter, not on his head. Well, I'm not the same guy that Dexter's going to get in the ring. Eyes. I'm not the same guy he's going to get in the ring with and try to take advantage of. It's not. It's not going to happen. Bronzer so. on his skin. Hey, all I'm saying is that next time. There's going to be like a little forearm slipping in Dexter's ear, so there you go, Dexter. I hope you're listening. Better be careful. Sh- he's, he's old school. And shave that weak-ass top knot while you're at it. He might be fucking, uh, he might fucking be hooking you. <laughs> hooking crook. I don't know. Shooter. Let's just put it this way. Shooter. Let's just put it this way. When Dexter and I are around each other, my wallet stays in my car. <laughs> so, straight up. Or I'm taking plastic that day because I'm damn sure not taking cash. Well, there you go. This is uh, this is what can you offer, ladies and gentlemen? I think that's the part where I'm supposed to plug WFC uh, on the twentieth. I'm I'm, I'm John Cross. That's Alex Royal. Yeah. The twentieth, February twentieth in Owasso. Um, I will be facing Justin Lee in the main event. There you go. Let's talk about something that's important. That's that's true. It is important. The yeah. the best of of his generation versus the best of my generation, and yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be uh Straight up, you know, I don't, I don't dislike Justin. Um, I just disagree with Justin. So that'll be a good match. No, no bullshit. No crowbars. No more lights going out. No more light shows. Just uh, me, literally taking all of his moves, kicking out, and then doing mine and winning. That's how that match is going to go. So I, I want you to know that I'm going in there, not trying to. Not trying to subvert his offense and get the jump on him and and outplay him in a game of chess and deliver my offense early. No, no, no. I in fact want to take every single move. I've seen his top fifteen list. I'd like to I'd like to take all fifteen of Justin Lee's greatest maneuvers in a row so I can show you how easily I'll kick out, hit one of mine, and win. That's that's my plan. So yeah. So that's what's gonna happen on the twentieth in the main event. Yeah. You'll see a natural tan versus a, uh, a, 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 a Planet Fitness tan. 
Hey, I, I tell you, plenty. Oh well, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I have to talk shit about it though, so just give me some room. And speaking I also of that, look out at Planet Fitness, just like speak, Justin. Sp- speaking of that, we just got back from Planet Fitness. Yeah. So uh, we just got through working out. Let's move on. We got WFC well, on the twentieth. Please, well, no, nah, I don't. I don't have anything else to say about Justin. Well, I, I, I think I need to say something about. about okay, okay, so okay, we, we, you know, here's he doesn't have a top knot. He doesn't have. T- Justin has very nice hair. He does. He's very nice hair, and he's in shape, and he's tan. He's like. He's like not quite Hogan ninety seven, but he's pretty tan. That's why I'm wrestling him. He's in good shape. Yeah, that's kind of your thing. You I, I, I want to fight the best. You man. only wrestle guys that are in good shape. Want to fight in 2020 on? That's right. Um, that's right. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I, I won't make you comment too much about Justin because you guys are uh, you guys are at odds. But I will say for everybody that listens to our podcast, I think Justin's comeback has been a massive success. Okay. You know, mostly because got my attention. Well. I understand, but not just from a wrestling standpoint, mm-hmm. but from a person that mentors standpoint, yeah. from advice, from locker room morale. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that it's been, I think it's been good, and I think it's good for the guys um, that didn't get to experience the. And I've talked, to, I've talked to Justin about this, and I've talked with, mm-hmm. I talked with Breaker about this the other day. Um, check out Breaker's new podcast on Spotify, iTunes. Um, I believe it's called "You Know It's Fake," right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And Alex Rowe will be um, on that shortly. But um, I've talked with them both about this. And like I told you a second ago, I feel like my entrance into the business, I came in when John Cross was in his, his best years. Mm-hmm. Nasty was on top of the world. Aaron Anders was killing it. Mm. And Brian Breaker was on his way to Japan. Mm. You know, and I, I came in and, 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 yeah. and Tim, Tim was Tim has been pretty consistent over the years. But you have, you have that list of guys that yeah. I got to watch when I came in. And now most of those guys are out, or you know, Nasty's still around, but he's doing the director um, job right now. Mm-hmm. I totally miss the Justin Lee, right. Max McGurk, right. Rocco era. I, 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 mm-hmm. Most of those guys, I don't think Justin had any clue who I was when he first seen me, nor, nor should he. But it's one of those things to where it's like there's a complete generation gap there. Right. Um, and then now it's to the point where me being seven years in, there's even a newer generation mm-hmm. that's came up since I've been wrestling. So it's like... There's people that are two, you know, gaps of like top guys right. in Oklahoma um, that are meeting Justin for the first time, so they can learn the things of self promotion. Sure. Um, and I told you, like Wagner, you go to Wagner. Justin has all of his, you know, broken, broken mm-hmm. era bad boy. I'm a fan. Thanks, sitting in the front row. Right, 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 right. People right. don't do that. No, they little, don't. Little thing that I don't co- even think they think about it. Little thing that costs, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. fifteen dollars or exactly. something. Exactly. And. You yeah. just gained 60 new fans because you gave them something to sure. take home. It's like, I appreciate that. Um, what a lot of people don't know is you did a locker room bingo. I've never seen people run around, smile, jump up and down like they're mm. little kids in school. It's like, you know, that probably did a lot for people in the back that's usually too cool to shake a hand, you know? Sure. So um, I'm all for it. I think uh, I think, I think comeback's been a success. And to, to touch on the generation gap, I think it's a chance for some of these guys that are you know, watching New Japan and mm-hmm. you know, you know every John Cross match in the last mm. eight years, eight years, and Hi. try and trying to replicate, and you know, it gives them a chance to slow it down and do some character work. You know, they've, they've got a solid thirty days that, to learn all they want from Justin yeah. Lee before he retires again after oh, I, I beat him. So and you see, I'm just being devil's advocate here. That's fine. You can record Dexter when I'm not around. Record me yeah, talking yeah, yeah, Dexter yeah, yeah, when he's not around. Yeah, yeah. This is me. Putting over I'm, Justin. I'm actually Lee, gonna. So. I'm gonna go do a podcast with Dexter right after I leave anyway. here today. So anyway, Justin, I'm sorry. I still take. I, th- I still take John. John's my boy, but I do appreciate your contributions. I think they've been uh, well received. Sure. In, in the locker room. So, moving on. I appreciate him for sure. Moving on. Um, by the way, last touch. John Cross, Justin Lee, best of two generations. Who's mm. the best in Oklahoma? Mm. Period. Owasso, Thomas Center. February 20th, main event, you do not want to miss John Cross in his jean attire. I'm pretty excited to be in my jeans. I, I You know, I, I, uh, I can't remember. I like the new jeans look. I do too. I can't remember the last time that I wrestled in the Sir Thomas Center. I do remember the first time that I won the HTH Championship, which was in that building. So I missed that one. The, I, I beat Mr. Nasty for the HTH in the Sertoma Center, so it has a, a little, a little, a little special fondness in my heart. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. You know the match that I uh, that I remember. Okay, okay, there's a couple things that we had never really talked about in here that actually mm-hmm. from us 
from a security Alex Rua standpoint, I've always been a bit curious. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about it. One of them is the IHWE where you wrestled um, Thomas Shire. Okay. Um, I kind of want to know how that went. If you, I don't know if it's online, and you people probably don't even give a I don't shit. Know but, if it is either. Um, but there, there was a little partnership gimmick there, and mm-hmm. then after that, I'm still. You got, you got to put yourself in my. Don't look at Alex Rua now. Look at Josh Royal. Seven, mm-hmm. six, seven years ago, sure. showing up at the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club, looking to get a little bit of ring time, wearing boots and boot cut jeans and a right. WFC security shirt with a backwards hat. Right. That was me. I was a fan. I had never had a match. And when these main adventures would come out, I would think to myself, like, man, one day, one day I would like to be in that position. Yeah. And then Michael Berry makes his way back. Michael Berry had a little bit of nostalgia for me because when I was 15, 16 years old, Jeremy and I used to trip up to NWA, mm, mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. Michael Berry had the long ass hair and yeah, he was wrestling yeah, yeah. there. So it's like a little bit of like underground name recognition for me. I remembered right. him, and he comes back and he starts his program with John. And mm-hmm. I never sat back in the meetings, so I never knew yeah, yeah, if yeah. the belt was being flipped. So it's like it was always a little bit of a surprise as a security mm-hmm. guard, and like if you didn't have a spot to sit back, watch and learn. Right. And I remember um, the Washington Center, John Cross versus Michael Berry. Mm-hmm. I'm working security. Michael Berry makes his entrance. He gets up in the corner, throws his hands up like Stone Cold, and mm-hmm. punches the little air box that's hanging right, there. Right, right, right. And hurts his hand. Very low. He yeah. starts shaking his hand out like, God yeah, damn, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, hurt yeah. my hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, then John makes his entrance. Mm-hmm. Do the match. There was a part where they were going to fight outside, and mm-hmm. I remember it because Reed and Dean did something very similar. It this did. Last Just this past, this past show, they, they went out those same doors and came in. Yeah. Came in the same way. Very rem- and, rem- remiscent. Well, what it was that they were fighting. Uh, this is peeling back the curtain, so if you're a kayfabe person, turn off the yeah, phone right now. Skip it right so, now. Uh, right. Skip. Turn skip. I'm going to give you three seconds. Three, okay. two, one. <laughs> They're fighting. They get to the door. I open the door for them. My job is to make sure no kids fall on, nobody falls out. Mm-hmm. And it's it's rained the night before. So there's mm-hmm. a little there's some puddles out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're fighting. Ah! Door closes. You can hear the sound of a pin drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they're walking like two normal people. Yeah. Barry's hand is still on the back of John's head. Right. right they're right. walking and I hear I hear, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad. And Barry looks at John and goes, Ooh, watch your step, there's a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is the comedy in in like ooh watch your step like beating each other's ass oh watch your step it's more entertaining than the match honestly so they step they step over the John hops over the puddle yeah and then then Barry's like get in front get in front kid you're gonna lead us in so I go up front I hustle up there yeah. run up there open yeah, the door yeah, yeah, yeah. open the door walk in <laughs> Barry's like you ready John's like yep ah they go right back out through the door Barry looks at me and goes give me a drink and I go I look over and all there is is this coke. And I'm oh, like, ooh. I was like, I got, yeah. I got pop. And he goes, give it to me. And I hand it to him. He takes a fucking swig. Oh, and like, yeah. I thought, he's going to spit it on John. He swallowed it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Fuck just yeah, thirsty. He like, he, just, he was just thirsty. And, uh, you know, they fight back in the ring. I don't even know the finish of the match. But that's been one of my favorite, like, oh, watch your step. Like, there's, a, there's, a, there's another uh, another parallel between Reed and Tommy Dean's match that they had. Because they also went outside. I don't know what happened to them outside. They probably punched each other and shit out there by themselves. Yeah, I would yeah. imagine. They hey, definitely... You know what? about that wall? You know what? They definitely beat the fuck out of each other outside with yeah. no fans around because yeah. that's exactly what they would do. Unlike me and Michael who took care of each other. But uh, then they come they come inside, or it might have been right before they went out, actually, and fucking uh, Tommy Dean, or no, I guess it was Reed, right? Reed takes a, fucking cracks open a goddamn soda or a fucking something. Is a bang. Okay, cracks open a bang and fucking pours it all over fucking Tommy's goddamn ear. And, the, you know, they get to the back and I'm like, was that real? And he goes, yeah, yeah, we opened it right there. And I was like, why? I'm like, oh, you know, it was there and we used it. And that was planted. I was like, no, that's not what you do. Well, they cracked it open and used it, though. And I was like, I you don't pour sticky bullshit down your ear. You fucking give a can full of water to a fan and you use that and pretend yes. it's the real shit. yes. You don't pour sticky fucking uh, soda in your goddamn eardrum and shit. And he's like, oh, yeah, oh, that's a good idea. I was like, yeah, because it's really cool to, like, you know, snatch a fuck, fucking Drake Gallows was there talking about it. He's like, you know how cool it would be if you fucking snatched it from a fan and then fucking used it and then went yeah. about it? Anyway, short, uh, fucking long story short, it's a work, motherfuckers. So make it a fucking work. Um, Tommy, Tommy, and he probably just wanted to do that just mm-hmm. for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. But Tommy and I did a spot in my first BPW match that you were at. Mm-hmm. Remember I planted the fucking coffee cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, Zach Williams in the yeah, front row? Yeah. And then he and I were fighting, and then I took it and threw it in his face and yeah. cut him off? Yeah. I picked up the belt and teased it in the trash can? Right. We did the spot. We planted it. Tommy knows better. He just 
he probably just thought like, oh, it'd be cool. And I don't know, like I don't want, I don't, I don't want to speak on behalf of their match. Yeah. But I remember one of them, either Tommy or Reed, was pitching mm-hmm. that they wanted to be so real that mm-hmm. they wanted to tease. Tommy drinks a lot, so he has a drinky problem, and they want to waterboard him with beer. Right, right, I don't think right, the beer right. happened. I think Bang might have been a compromise. Right, Tom, right. Tommy, I know you're listening, so you'll have to correct this. Yeah. And as you say, we always shit on you in here. I don't think I don't think that's the case. I think you just you're so much better than what people give you credit for that you're just you have a higher standard. So that's all that is. It's okay. It's okay to it's have good. a high standard. Yeah, yeah. You should. You should always yeah. want to be better. Yeah. So never I mean, satisfied. I just, but I didn't know you poured sticky shit down your ear. You should have turned Reed over and said, "Hey, Reed, I'm gonna pour this down your fucking ear." So <laughs> I let the sugar hit his hit his fucking pores, and he hulked up. So um, one la- one thing I want to talk about that match mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. The whole week leading, and this is funny because I told mm-hmm. Tommy and Reed right before they broke curtain. Reed and I are very close. Everyone knows that. So it's not it's not just you know cartel. He once ate like we're fifty actually, hot dogs actually, on this very we're podcast. Actually, we're actually friends. He's turned himself into a good worker. Mm-hmm. I could only imagine how good he would actually be if he actually worked more than once every two months. Sure. He does not wrestle anywhere but WFC, mm-hmm. and he does not train. Right. And that's not a knock against Reed because he still holds his own and is a natural for mm-hmm. someone that grew up not being a wrestling fan sure. and does not train. Sure. Still better than most, but imagine how good he could be. It could be championship. Yeah. Tommy is the exact opposite. He right. has all the same qualities as Reed, except he does wrestle every day and, and he does he, he's in the ring bust his ass yeah. yes exactly and that you know that's the difference you put them together they had a very good match yeah now the week leading up I told Reed I go hey I go Tommy's pretty motivated to get you to work and he goes I know I'm gonna work and I go Tommy's gonna bust you up in hard way <laughs> and he goes if you fucking bust me up in hard way he and I are gonna throw punches and I go listen do not throw me under the bus but in WFC you cannot cut <laughs> and this match needs blood. Yeah, yeah. I go, yeah. so Tommy is he's I go, if you're down in the corner and you see an elbow coming, yeah, grinch your teeth mm. and take it, you'll be just fine. And he and I, and I let it go. I never told him I was joking. Oh my god. A few days went by. Yeah. I said, Hey, you think about what I said? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, What do you mean? I go, Tommy's gonna fucking bust you up in hard way. And he goes he goes, dude, I swear to God, if he fucking bust me up and I said, dude, let it go. I go, it's gonna happen. Then I let it go, and then we got to tra- the night before, and he, he pulled out all the weapons, and yeah. he, had, he had a trash can there. And I go, all right, cool. I go, this is probably what he's going to use. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, the edge of this trash can, Tommy might throw it at you, and that will be what busts you up a hard yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, dude, I swear to God, if you, fucking bu- if you bust me up a hard way, he and I are going to have words. I'm going to talk to him about it. So then we get to the show, and Reed is about to make his entrance. Yeah. And I go get up to him, I go, hey, I talked to Tommy. It's going to be an elbow. <laughs> and he's about to make his fucking entrance. Somehow, from the time he had to make his entrance to go out there, he went over and talked to Tommy. Yeah, of course. And he went over to talk to Tommy, and then he went out to his entrance. Tommy's about to make his entrance, and I go, hey, heads up, if Reed's a little flinchy out there, I told him you were going to bust him up hard way. <laughs> and Tommy goes, I fucking know. He came up and asked me if I was going to bust him open. So, it's a little rib and a rib. Oh, Reed. They had a good match. Yeah, I, I thought they did really well. I do think, I mean, it's main event. I mean, I, I think it's main oh, event. Oh, it could have been, yeah. I think, I think that, that's, main, that's a main event match. Yeah, and, for um, sure. Um, I was happy with I was happy with the show overall. I just think they had a main event performance. I thought it was really good. Yeah, they and did really um, the only thing I would have changed is the fucking table break. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That 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 was unfortunate. That's uh, something they'll always watch that match and be upset about. And that's, it sucks when stuff like that happens. But yeah, it happens happens to the best of us. Man, so when you get when you get a corner table spot and you don't got that bottom leg kicked down, it's not angled just right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You and I went through that at Showdown. Yeah. We put it too low. We didn't have it too high. We put it too low. It still broke. I'll say we snapped the bastard. But but imagine know, if it would have been one one rope up. I don't know. You do what you got to do, man. You uh, you don't do stupid shit and leave the frame on the tables either. So it, it is what it is. Nah, good shit though. That's just fucking. What can you offer? It's a work. At the end of the day, it's a work. So work it. Take the fucking. All right, frame ladies off and gentlemen, table. that's been what can you offer. Uh, tune in next yeah. next Sunday for our next episode. What, the, what what did you say about what 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 did you bring up fucking? Oh, Thomas Shire, Shire for. Well, I was just thinking because I have stories. I was thinking of like 1994 John Cross, and that's mm. that's what popped. Up. Anyway, 1994. Here's the thing. I, I didn't even like wrestling. Yet I'm gonna be I'm gonna be transparent with everyone listening. I feel like today, me and John hanging out, it's been a one sided conversation for sure. I talked to him. Yeah. He mildly moans or groans yeah, yeah, or yeah, says yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one word. Yeah. And then I move to a different topic and continue talking. It's carried over to this podcast. <laughs> You gotta fucking speak up. Well, you fucking you said Thomas Shire's name, and then you just 
went on to fucking read and no i went on i went on to the map well, let's talk it, about it's fucking spider web john it goes from you let's and michael talk Mary about, uh, to read and that's then you what go you went into that yes. was good though i know no parallels between that let's talk about thomas shire because that brings up something that i'm very uh, passionate about which okay, is good. which is this if you book a non-finish or a fucked finish or a screw job finish or whatever here's my opinion you are a lazy booker every match should have a finish Nine times out of ten, at least, there should be a finish. So here's what happened with Thomas Shire. His people didn't want him to lose. My people didn't want me to lose. My people being Tim and WFC and whatnot. Okay, I get it. I understand. You don't want your champion to lose. The IH, W, fucking F, C, whatever people didn't want him to lose. I get it. Cool. So what happens? A bunch of fucking bitchy, bickering, arguing, politicking, how are we going to do this finish, blah, blah, blah. And then finally me going, oh, I'll just get pinned one, two, three. No problem. And you know why? And I'm, I'm, I, you can fucking take this to the bank, whatever the fuck you want to do. Call me egotistical, whatever. I'm telling you right fucking now. You can pin me, beat me, tap me out all goddamn day long, and I will still be the most remembered fucking persona on the goddamn card. I don't care. I have that much confidence in myself that I will not be worried by a goddamn pinfall. So what did we end up doing in that match? We had to come to a fucking, we, we did what, a German suplex, right? We did a German suplex where he German suplexed me and didn't bridge. So both our shoulders were down, but, but he's still the one that executed the move. So no, no fan really understood what happened. They were like, oh, John got pinned. But, you know, both our shoulders got pinned. We both held up the championships. I held up the IHWE. He held up the WFC. And then it was a, you know, it was ruled a no contest or whatever. And it turned into a tag match, I believe. I think that's what happened. Actually, I, fuck, I just remembered something. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I, it turned into a tag match, if I'm not mistaken. And I, I don't remember who the other people were. But I'm almost certain that it turned into a tag match. I need to go back and look. I have no idea who the people are. I'm sure I had somebody from the cartel and he had somebody from who, the baby faces. But I think that we then did that tag match and something got fucked up. Like somebody missed a spot and I got pissed and I was just like, hit your finish and take it home. And I just took the pin again, even though I was you know, told not to. Don't eat the pin. You're the champ. Don't do it. But... I'm a fucking guy. At the end of the day, I'm a professional. And I'm going to do what needs to be done to make the fucking match good. I'm not going to drag the match out into a long fucking piece of shit just because I'm afraid to get my shoulders pinned. I'll just take the pin. And then tomorrow, I'll still be the most talked about fucking thing on goddamn the, the interwebs about the show. So fuck it. So that's just a testament. That's something, that's something I actually really feel passionate about for bookers and stuff when you're like... Oh, we go. We, no, we, he can't. He can't lose because we're doing this, or he can't lose because we're doing this. And I don't want him pinned because we got to do this. Fuck all that. If you're creative at all, you'll come up with a way to make it work. So, bookers, stop doing fucking non finishes, double DQs, countouts. Fuck all that noise. One, two, threes. That's the way it goes. That's the way fans understand it. Also, here's another thing. Stop overcomplicating and overbooking fucking matches. Because if it takes more than, I don't know what, 30 seconds to explain the rules of a match, you're lost. It's over. If you got to sit there and be like, the rules of this match are everybody gets thrown over the top rope until the last two, and then it's falls count anywhere, anywhere in the building as long as the pinfall takes place within 10 feet of the ring, and if he can win before the 10-minute mark, fuck all that shit. I mean, I, I'm not going to name names, but fucking local companies have done it. Major TV companies have fucking done it. When you do that, when you fucking have to over-explain shit, you have lost the goddamn audience at that point. So stop over-complicating shit, guys. One, two, three in the middle of the ring. That's where your money is. You know... The IW, um, IHWE or whatever it was thing, I didn't really get it at the time. I remember, mm. I remember it being a big deal and it was advertised as a big deal because everyone was pitching it that Thomas was the next WWE guy. Yeah, like yeah, he was yeah. gonna be signed. Yeah, I'm not gonna like bash anybody. I just you know, sure. I it was pitched so big, 
I was still a security guard, so I was very interested. Yeah. I mean, I don't. It was in the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club, yeah. which was almost like WFC's home at the time. Yeah. Like in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember there was some sort of talent exchange. Like Sam and Dexter came out of retirement for the first time. They went down Texas and wrestled. Did you go to that? Uh, no. Okay. No. Anyway, that's all I remembered of it. But I, I remember, remember I remember the Shire match because it was so. Yeah. It was well hyped. Like it was. You know, sure, it, sure. It, it was champion versus champion. Rightfully so. You know, and I thought in the moment I was like, man, if this guy's like WWE guy, surely they're putting the belt on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then John's gonna go down there and win it back. You know. But, would have been nice, but uh, but I mean, ultimately, I and I I can't say anything but good things about Thomas Shire. I don't know how he feels about me. I don't know what he said about me or WFC. You know, in the car on the way home. But I had fun with him, and he was super, like respectful and totally fine. So I think that he and I were on the same page, and every all the people around us though were just like politicking like crazy and that was just that's just unfortunate it, it takes all the fun out of the actual match process itself so you know my favorite person on the whole card was that night who's that Gregory James oh yeah I thought Gregory James Rare, was awesome. I, I vaguely remember him at all man I remember he had such a cool gimmick because he like he would put his hand out uh-huh. and his song was uh, Reach Out and Touch Faith Okay. And, it, and it was the uh, dubstep version yeah yeah Reach Out and Touch Faith yeah yeah na 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 and uh he put his hand straight out and like on like almost to people's faces, mm. almost very, very reminiscent of like the eye, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was Austin Aries Ring of Honor entrance music. Oh, really? It was awesome, man. So the point to where I was like, man, this character is like captivating. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's cool. That's I think good. I messaged him after and I was like, man, what was that song? What's was, like, he doing nowadays? I don't you know, know, really. I, don't, I, don't I know he and Barrett. Work yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I know him because I, I used to watch him and Barrett's matches when they posted because they had a really they had a rivalry just like 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 I have with Nasty. Yeah. Like you know they had that they were the two they were like like you always have that person like like you have JD and I have mm-hmm. Nasty and and or Fury or whoever and then like like uh, he had Gregory James Barrett had Gregory so that was yeah his name was Unholy yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 I don't know what he has going now. I don't but know. I loved that character back then. Sure. And I thought to myself, like, man, like I would want to work him one day. Mm-hmm. And now I, I think he's still in Texas, but mm-hmm. he's done some he's done some WWE extra stuff. And him and Barrett were on that tag match together. It'd be interesting to uh, to see what he's up to. I'd like to see him again. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about him, but he was he was yeah. You're absolutely right though. He was well, if pretty this, quality. If this gets to him, let's get him booked sometime. Let's get him booked. Let's bring him on. Speaking of that, OKX has been announced. Yes. So OKX two mm-hmm. coming uh, May first to yes. uh, Wagner, Oklahoma, the Wagner Civic Center. Is that yeah. What it is? So for everyone that, and I'll just break. It, I mean, it's my my podcast, so I'll be transparent. But sure. Venue was a tough choice mm-hmm. because in regular circumstances, in non COVID circumstances, mm-hmm. it's crazy to think that we're having this event two years. Yeah. Since the first OKX. Right. By one day difference. May 2nd, May 1st. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't feel like two years right. since OKX won, which is, which is insane to even think about. Um, yeah. The venue problem, in regular circumstances, mm-hmm. anything less than the draw we had the first go around would be considered a failure mm-hmm. or a flop. In a COVID pandemic, yeah. it's almost like it doesn't matter anymore. If you have people in the stands, it doesn't matter how many of them there are. Yeah. It's just having them. My decision and JD's decision and Doggins' decision mm-hmm. was solely based on being able to go through with the event. Mm-hmm. Our problem was we booked the same place we did OKX1, and then COVID hit, mm-hmm. and then the school told us we couldn't use the venue. Right. So then we did everything we could to change the event, push mm-hmm. it from May 2nd to the 30th, yeah. and we switched to Tahlequah. Yeah. Because, of course, Tahlequah wouldn't cancel, would they? Well, they canceled their building. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me my money back, which I still get from you. <laughs> Don't let me forget. And then... Um, it's in the truck, bro. Hell yeah. And then... Um, so then they, they send our money back. And it's like, shit. Well, now we got to cancel the, vic- the event because there's nowhere to run. Mm-hmm. Then you go all the way to 2020. And then we get to where we are now. And it's like... Wagner was the only place that would sign a contract with me. Mm-hmm. So we have a legit binding contract in place... 
that we will pay X amount of money, which mm-hmm. is more than the other. It's it's more than any other venue, right? And I don't think it's any better. Oh, but that def- piece of paper means everything. Definitely not. That piece of paper means everything. Yeah. Working bathrooms, full operating concession, no chair rental, mm-hmm. no table rental, mm-hmm. a venue. Right. That's all it is. And OKX isn't where it is. It's how the event is. Mm-hmm. And it's how it's booked and it's how it takes place. Is it going to be a six-hour show? No. We want. We can't have a six-hour show. Thank but God. it's going to be a very action-packed mm-hmm fucking mega show and that's what it's gonna be yeah. and it's gonna be all your favorite stars in Oklahoma mm-hmm. some past some present some people that will be future stars mm-hmm. captivating stories some some that are you know never been seen before and some you see every weekend yeah. there's gonna be all kinds of different things and the front row is already sold out so everyone that got tickets last year 100% rolled their tickets over we've already talked to you you guys are all already in General admission tickets go on sale Monday, so it'll be tomorrow for people listening to this if this drops Sunday. Yeah. General admission tickets will go on tomorrow. If it's not tomorrow, it'll be a few days after. We're mm-hmm. waiting for the finalized posters to drop. Yeah. And then we will be back rolling. So, OKX is happening May 2nd. Or, sorry, May, May 1st. May 1st. Yep. May 1st in Wagner. Yep. And it's going to be baller. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. OKX2 finally coming down. We'll have more on that, obviously, as we get closer to the event. Go like the Facebook page, though. Give it a follow. Click on the event. All that good stuff. That way you can stay up to date for when tickets and all that good stuff. And, you know, the exclusive wrestlers, the matchups, all that cool stuff. Give it a like. Give it a share. OKX1 was a great experience, so... If you came to that, you know you want to be there for part two. If you didn't, if you missed out and you felt like you missed out, then you know where you need to be on May 1st. So keep a lookout, guys. Go like that page. Share it. Come on. Give us some love. I can't imagine a lot of places putting in as much effort as uh, we all do for OKX. So um, please, please, please show some love in return because we do this shit to put on a fucking awesome show. So I know that I personally am doing a hell of a lot on my end for, for, for the actual show's quality sure. itself. So anyway, that's OKX, man. I'm, I'm super excited. I hope everyone is. What else has been going on, man? What else is going on in the world? I mean, and last thing, keep your eyes open for a uh, T-shirt general admission ticket combo that I personally pitched that we add to the, the ticket list. The royal package. All right. Um, no, not much. I go, I go to get my tattoo on Wednesday. Pretty, tattoo, pretty excited up. about that. There you that. go. Going to the same person that um, I got my work done. Yeah, we did a full podcast over tattoos. Yep, yep. I'm yep. doing that on Wednesday. Very cool. Um, very cool. Uh, went and got my testosterone checked the other day. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> about. It. Fucking, it is what it is. There's a pod topic. You know, here's the thing: is that I'm almost thirty. Yeah. And I don't want to wake up 35 and be like, yeah. I wonder what my numbers are. I'm 34. I'm not sitting here saying I'm trying to get tests, but fuck, I would like to know what my shit is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I like if I'm going to take care of my body, I want to know how it's regulating yeah. and how my thyroid is. I want to know all of it. I don't think there's anything wrong with men's health. I want to be a old hard dick. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> but Blue chew. Maybe the big old part. <laughs> JK. Um, but anyway, so I went to the I went to the low T center just to get my blood. Mm-hmm. It's like a hundred bucks, you know, like hundred bucks. Is, is there a sign out front that says low T center? Yeah, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. Oh, where where is this place? In at? Bigsby. It's called Men's. God damn. Men's. I'm gonna go do my next promo pictures in front of that. All right, motherfucker. You want me to break it down? Here's what I did. My appointment was on a Monday. Please, please break it down. My appointment me. was on a Monday. Okay. So I fasted from the time I because I'm getting my blood work. Blood okay. Drink. I fasted from the the Sunday night I went to sleep right. to my appointment at okay. noon the next day. Okay. So I pull up, I get there, men's low T center. Yeah. It's a hundred bucks. They right, right. you answer a questionnaire, they check your blood, right. you go back in for follow up in two weeks. Right, right. So I uh Get my blood checked. I mm-hmm. walk in. It's a man cave. Obviously, it's a man. Sure, cave. sure, sure. You walk in. There's a waiting room. Porn. Framed everywhere. Framed football jerseys, autographed. There's like a cupcake display, but on the cupcake display, it's like beef jerky. <laughs> none of that. None of that gets me hard. It's I like it's like beef jerky. I don't like football. It's like beef jerky, and then they got like it's like men's like hunting shit, and then like it's nothing but females that work in there, obviously. Well. And then so I go to the back door. That's deal. weird, actually. That's yeah. Kind of weird. Well, you know, whatever. I don't know what's going on at this place. So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there, and I'm in my waiting chair. And I see just 40-year-old man after 40-year-old man after 40-year-old man 
walk in. They're just pick, like, look at this young pick guy. Up, pick up their script yeah. and bounce. And they're all like 40-year-old, like right. in shape. You can tell like they're fucking using it and they're, lo- they're loving right, right, it. Right, right. And um, I'm just over there like, I just want to see what my numbers are. Right. You know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to get shit. I just want to see what my shit is. And um, so I do it. And for people that anyone are, are following what I've been talking about, mm-hmm. I do 1,912 calories a day. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. starving. It's noon. <laughs> I'm fucking starving, dude. I haven't had my snacks. I haven't had hardly any of oh my, my water. God. I'm really hungry. Uh, so I pull out of there. It's like I'm eating the Tic Tacs off I pull the over, counter. I look over. I see a Popeye's. Oh, my God. And I stop in the middle of the fucking pull-in. There's like low tea and Popeye's right next to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stop in the middle, and I pull out my fitness pal, and I type in Popeye's chicken sandwich. Right, 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 right. And it pulls up. I've never had it. And I look at it, and it's like 30-something carbs, Mm -hmm. like 30-something protein. 700 calories. 699 calories. And I'm like, like, if I eat this, Mm -hmm. and then I have a shake at Mm -hmm. three... I have a thousand calories for dinner, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I just won't eat bread. I'm doing it. So I pulled through. Mm-hmm. I got three Popeyes chicken sandwiches, mm. and I rolled here. Gave one to Zach. Gave one to High School because mm-hmm. they were covering the shop, and I ate it. And let me tell you, I want to do a comparison mm-hmm. with Chick Fil A and Popeyes with you. Yeah, but I will say, as far as taste, mm-hmm. the Chick Fil A sandwich is untouchable. Really. As far as filling mm-hmm. and home style and what you would like, yeah, yeah, the Popeyes chicken was better. I don't, I don't, I'm, I've never had the uh, Popeyes chicken. Well, I mean, so I'm not a, I'm not a chicken sandwich guy. Like chicken sandwiches are never at the top of no. my like. That's what I'm going to get. But I will say that I like Popeyes better than Chick Fil A in general. Okay, like well, yeah, yeah. I would rather go get Popeyes chicken strips. Like, get some Cajun chicken strips with some fucking spicy mustard. Like, I'm all about the Popeye's life on that. And they got that fucking Cajun rice. I would just bathe in the fucking Cajun rice. So, Popeye's gets my heart. But, yeah, I would, if we can ever hook that up, let's do the comparison for sure. I know Popeye's is kind of far away, but we'll, we'll figure that well, out. Well, I figure that, you know. We'll, we'll figure that out sometime. We'll figure it out. We'll both go get our fucking uh, soft wings checked, and uh, yeah. we'll swing yeah. into Popeye's. Yeah. and. I just imagine just sitting in that waiting room and the 40-year-old guys are just, just walking by, just looking at you and shaking their head. You're like, yeah, soft Peter, huh? Like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little soft today. Well, the, que- <laughs> the questionnaire is pretty extensive. It's like, you answer the questionnaire on this tablet, yeah. it's like, do you have energy daily? And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> I'm like, no. It's like, do you get restful sleep? I'm like, no. no. And then it's like, do you work out moderately? Yeah. Do you have trouble with an erection? No. No. And it's like, do, do you have do you have trouble with your orgasm? I'm like, no. no. Is your orgasm painful? God damn. <laughs> I'm like, no. I wouldn't let a woman read this. I'm just telling you right now. For real. And that's what it said. It's like it's, it said all that. It's like, I mean that but that's like, men's health, like, man. It's like they're a, checking they're checking a, everything. Can I get a male doctor out here to read this shit for yeah. me, please? Anyway. There was a male guy there, and he's the only one. I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna talk anymore about it. But. I'm 34, and I'm 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 past the finger up the butthole age. But I just I just I just don't want to do. You've it. also had your test checked before, so don't act like it's a weird fucking thing. I have. I I guess I have, but not as extensively as you have. I don't believe. I've never been to a center. It's, like it's because I don't. I, it's because I'm out of pocket, so I have to go to a center to get it. Well, done. I'm just saying. Like one day, Brittany texted me, and she's like. Hey, the the fucking web RC fucking whatever are doing like free bullshit checks at my work today, and and you could be covered since we're married. Do you want to come down and do it? And I was like, uh, okay. And so I go in there, and they drew blood out of my arm, and then I left. Same thing with me. Okay, so and then they they yeah they sent me like an email later, and I that was so long ago I don't even fucking remember. The questionnaire is probably just to make it look like more of a visit. I didn't have a questionnaire yet, but it was more than just T that they checked. Well, this is the this is the low T men's health. So sure. Oh no, that's yeah yeah. They handle like sleep apnea, thyroid stuff like that as well. They're focused. Which a lot of people don't know. I have like sleeping problems too. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I night man. Like I have like you need a why don't you get a fucking CPAP machine. Fuck you, dude. Why the fuck? What? But what if it helps you sleep? It might. But here's the thing. 
I make noise. Here's the thing. I ain't a big fat fucker and I ain't wearing it. No, here's the thing. <laughs> I will wear it if a doctor tells me to, but I'm not going to yeah, decide yeah, yeah. to get one just because I want to wear it. Order one off Amazon. <laughs> no. But I, I have this thing to where like I make, uh, I, I groan in my sleep. To the right. point where it wakes my wife up. Right, right, right. Like, so I got to figure something out. Right. You know, there's something going on there. But I've been doing that for like 10 years. Yeah. So it is what it is. But I'm not about to hook up a goddamn CPAP. Well, I... I to a wrestling show. I have uh, I have trouble sleeping sometime as well, and if you know anything about me, I'm super passionate about people getting good sleep because it's it's one of yeah. the three pillars of a healthy life. There are three things that I recommend to anybody, and like sleep is one of one of the three. So like um, I have trouble sleeping a lot, and uh, my issue is is breathing. Like my I wake up a lot in the middle of the night and my nose is completely shut and I'm, I'm sucking air through my mouth and my throat's all dry and I hate it. And I'll go ahead and tell you, like, I guess if we're, if we're revealing shit here on the pod, I pretty much know why. Well, okay, so I, I'm, I'm on the, like, double-edged sword of, of bullshit because I've always had... So I have a deviated septum. I've had a broken nose before and all this shit. So my, my nasal breathing is not that great. And then I get allergies, and it kind of compounds it and shit. And I'll take allergy medicine, and it'll get a little bit better. And then I fucking discovered that goddamn, you know, dollar store fucking nose spray, nose torque, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that bullshit nose spray stuff. And it works great. But here's the thing. As soon as you, like, the longer you use it, the worse it makes you. And then you have to use it to feel better. But if you stop using it, you can't breathe. But if you use it longer, you still can't breathe. Yeah. So I'm telling you, man, like, I, I, and I use it. I use it every day because, you know, it sucks to not be able to breathe. It sucks. And I, I would imagine that my solution should be to fucking, you know, go cold turkey and go stop. Go to the doctor. Stop. Well, what I need to do, I'm dead serious. I need to go to a nose, like, doctor. And I need ENT. to. I need to have my shit fucking drilled out i want them to shove like a drill bit up my nose because i i mean like i my nasal passages like they they're so small i feel like at least because my nose has been so fucked up my whole life like smack in the backyard like backyard wrestling fucking smashed and busted mr nasty kicked my fucking nose down my throat a couple times like fuck him you know like that that's why we got heat nasty i remember that i'm so so sorry for shoving your nose up your ass but like you know no 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 seriously but that, seriously, that, that happens it's pro wrestling right it's a yeah it's a work like i was bitching earlier but it's also a goddamn contact sport so it's not fucking ballet you know, so you're gonna get hurt. You're gonna get you're you're gonna get a fucking concussion. You're, you're trying to get, say people can't get hurt in ballet. If, well, you know, actually, you know, ballerinas are fucking notorious You've for being their fucked up feet. Some of the toughest motherfuckers out there. Absolutely. I bet they take offense when people say that. But yeah, I bet they do too. That's like you know, do a girl push up, which is like the most bullshit thing ever because like you know, there's no girl push ups on such thing. Yeah, have Brittany out push up something. Yeah, Brittany will out push up anybody all day. Me, me included. Like she'll she'll do fucking man push ups all day. But um, anyway, um, I need to have something done with my nose. Like I, I legitimately feel like I need to take two of your straws over there, like those big straws, and just shove one up each nostril because like, I can't breathe. I just can't breathe. Wow. So anyway, that's, that's that. Um, I, I have another – I don't know if this is – Maybe you should get a CPAP. Maybe, man. I, I'd use it all day. I, I'd be proud of it. I'd take selfies with it. I don't care. I'll use a CPAP all day. But um, uh, I, I, I do have, I, since we're talking about shit, like we're revealing shit, I want to talk about fucking New Year's resolutions because I have one. I have a big one that I've been working on since last year. So I'm very passionate about like, you yeah. know, don't wait, get started now. I have a very specific, very straight up New Year's resolution and I've been working hard on it. Are you celibate? Yeah, I'm celibate. I'm not fucking anymore because I got a soft Peter. But uh, no, no. Um, so my... Dental health is in like like imagine fucking we're fucking segregated and you know my dental health is in the back of the bus right like it is no priority in my mind when I was a kid I never went to the dentist I went to the dentist for the first time in my life as a freshman in high school first time in my life freshman in high school I went to the dentist and that's because my teeth were rotting out of my head and as a kid, I never got taken to the dentist. I would lay in the floor watching Monday Night Raw on my back with a two liter of Pepsi completely vertical in my mouth like a water cooler, you know, just two liter of Pepsi. 
I used to get up in the middle of the night at like 2 a.m. The bathroom would, you'd have to walk through the kitchen to get to the bathroom in my house. So I would walk into the kitchen, open the fridge, gluck, 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 Pepsi, shut the fridge, go piss, come back through the kitchen, gluck, 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 Pepsi, go back to bed. So two things there. No wonder I can't sleep. I'm pumping caffeine down my fucking throat at 2 a.m. And also, my teeth are rotting out of my head because I'm pouring soda down my throat and then not brushing my teeth. So, like, I used to do that every night as a kid and just never went to the dentist. And finally, my teeth were so bad that my mom forced me to go. Like, as a high schooler. Yeah. And Are you going to tell the story I think you're going to tell? Oh, I don't know. Well, let me get through this because I don't know what you're talking about. I was going to say, I had... I had laser gum surgery. They took like a laser and they burned. They had to burn my gums away from my teeth. And like I could smell my skin melting. Like it's so disgusting. And uh, they burn your gums away from your teeth to expose good teeth up above the cavities. And then they drill out the cavities and then they just smooth it all over. And then your gums. So like if you look at my front teeth, my gums are a little higher than they should be. It's not super noticeable. Anyway. What I, what ultimately what I'm getting to is, guess what? I haven't been back to the dentist since high school. Yeah. I never went back. I, I went when I was a freshman in high school, which was 2003, 2000, yeah, 2002, 2003, something like that, because I graduated in 05, whatever the fuck that was. I went back to the dentist for the first time in, guess when, 2020, last year, for the first time. Why? Because I had a fuck up. So, you know, I showed up to a WFC show one time and I had a fucking broken tooth because I, I had a little debauchery fuck up. Um, and, uh, but that was the least of my worries. Well, no and yes. No, because it was right in the front. So, of course, you got to get that fixed quick, right? Because you don't want to look I'm a personal trainer. Like, I got to look good. Anyway, but, you know, I go to the dentist and I'm like, hey, I got to get this tooth fixed. And they x-ray my whole mouth. And what does he tell me? Oh, hey. Um, you've got like eight infections and I can't believe you're not in agonizing pain, but you're, you're probably minutes away from that. And he shows me the x-rays and he's like, you see this dark lesion like up here, like that is going to get infected and you're going to be fucked up. You know, that's what he says. So in the last three, four months, I have had four teeth pulled out of my fucking head. One of those times was a doctor, or a dentist, a doctor, fucking with his elbow in my chest, ripping and tearing this fucking tooth that would not come out of my head. Like, rip, like, he's just like, hey man, are you going to be okay if I brace myself on top of you? And I was like, fucking dude, just get it out, let's go. And he goes, are you in pain? And I was like, Okay, so I have a pretty high pain tolerance, I think. I really, well, I know. Because he goes, you should not be in pain. And I looked at him and I was like, I'm, I'm in probably the worst pain I've ever been in in my life. And he's like, holy shit. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. And so he gives me like four extra shots in the middle of this procedure to rip the tooth out of my head. Finally gets it. I've had four pulled total. I've got one more coming out next month. And it'll be the last one. And then I'm getting two dental implants. And then I'm getting two big-ass bridges. Basically, I've gotten so lucky and fortunate because you can look at me and I can smile and I look totally, fairly normal. They're not super clean or anything, but I look fairly normal. But I'm telling you right now, go get a flashlight and I'll let you shine it down my throat and you'll be like, holy fuck, where are your back teeth at? No, they're fucking gone, man, because they rotted out of my goddamn head. So, I mean, I, that's my, I want to be upfront about it because I'm putting it out in the universe and I'm yeah. done. I mean, all my appointments are booked, by the way. This is happening. I've, I'm going to the dentist February, you know, whatever, 10th. And then I'm going back on February the, the, the 28th. And then I'm going back on March the, the 5th. And I'm going back on March the 16th. You know what I mean? I've booked them all out because I want it done. I want that shit fucking done. Well, I can so, actually kind of relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick. The part I was curious if you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me because I don't know what you're talking Didn't about. Didn't you tell me that when you were in high school, you went there and uh-huh. they went off in a separate room? Oh, okay. Yeah, I got yeah. That. I don't. I don't know. I don't guess I've ever talked about that on here, but I don't think so. That so seriously, this is kind of why. This that's good. I can't believe I forgot about that. But this is a good. Um, what he just said is a good re, kind of a, a backstory for why 
I have not been back to the dentist. I got kind of scarred by my first trip to the dentist because I'm dead serious, guys. Like, I drank, you know, Pepsi like crazy. I rotted my fucking teeth out of my head, and then I got forced to go to the dentist by my mom. And like, I'm a, I was a pretty healthy kid. I wasn't in great shape or anything, but I'm a fairly healthy kid. So like, my teeth are so bad, and these goddamn, you know, a nurse or whatever you, I don't know what they're called, a hygienist, whatever, at the dentist, she fucking takes me in a back room in like an office, like, you know, like a personal office, like with desks stacked with folders and papers and shit, like, and all the fucking lights were off and there was just like a desk lamp on, you know what I mean? Like, it was weird. She sits me down at this desk and gets really close to me and starts questioning me about telling her the truth about all the fucking drugs I've done in my life. Because I guess she thought I had meth mouth. Yeah, I believe it. And, yeah, and I was, I didn't even understand it because I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what meth mouth was. I was, not, even as a high schooler, like, I was naive to all that shit. I didn't know what the fuck. And, like, now, in hindsight, like, my hometown is full of nothing but fucking meth heads. So, anyway, so is the town I live in now. But, anyway, I guess yeah. every town is. Oh, this Oklahoma, ladies and gentlemen. But, um... She starts questioning me, trying to get me to reveal to her all the drugs I take. And I'm like, oh, um, it was just Pepsi. And I, I know they didn't believe me. Like, there's no way they believe me. They thought that there's no way somebody that's, that, that's like, I don't know. Do you have any pictures of this? No. I need to see this busted grill. No, I mean, I have pictures of when that front tooth was gone that I'm going to reveal, but I, I will not put them out there until I have the new, the fully, I still don't have a permanent thing in right yeah. now. I'm going to have a full, I have a, you know, a, a gimmick in my front right now. I have a, like a flipper gimmick, but like they're going to put an implant. After I get the implants and shit done, I will post a picture. I have a gnarly picture of that tooth that that dude ripped out of my head. Not the tooth, but I had to have like seven stitches put in my mouth and so it was like I had hairs growing out of my gums. Like, it's just this big mountain of fucking stitches. And I have pictures of that. But I'm not posting that shit until Probably I have it. Probably made it easy fixed. to lose weight. Yeah, no, no shit. You know what? Honestly enough, like, I went home that day. And I remember being like, hey, Doc, uh, do you think I can work out after this? <laughs> of course, is that where I go? They say not to, usually. Oh, they, yeah. He was like, ooh, I would not. And then it happened. And I was like, I'm definitely not going to work out today. And I go home, and it was crazy because I was so happy when it was, oh, oh yeah, by the way, two hours in that chair. Two hours upside down in a goddamn dentist chair. Like, he kept reclining me further and further back so he could basically, like, elbow drop me across the chest and rip that tooth out of my head with the biggest fucking set of pliers I've ever seen. Anyway, um, and, and it was like gunshots, right? Because it's like he would pull, 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 and then it would go, come. And then he, then I remember at one point that happened like three times and he goes, "Uh Oh, where did that one go? And I'm like, fuck. And he's like, I just wanted to make sure it didn't like shoot up underneath your gums because it'll, it could stay in there and get infected or well, something. She also like, they had the fucking sucker in your mouth to make sure it doesn't go down your throat. Yeah. 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 It definitely didn't go down my throat, but like, he was like, I don't know where that tooth went. And it, it was in the floor. That's where yeah. it went. It was in the fucking floor. It was like, it sounded like gunshots going off in there. Now I will say this, like after I suffered in agony for an hour he then gave me those extra shots, and I felt great. Yeah. And he kept pulling, and I, didn't, I felt nothing. And I was like, I cannot believe I suffered for like an hour. But like, it was just so painful that the pain meds just like my adrenaline just burned them away. Like yeah. it was crazy. But like, um, I uh, uh, that lady, yeah. But that, that's I'm glad you reminded me of that story. But that scarred me. That legit scarred me to where I did not want to go back to the dentist ever. But now I'm like, I'm, I'm so fucking committed, man. I went in there and I poured my fucking heart and soul to that goddamn dentist. I'm dead serious. Probably more than I needed to. But I, it's, it's more about personal accountability. It's like you telling me about your workouts and your eating and people telling me about how many steps they get in a day, my other people and stuff. It's me sitting there in that dentist chair. And, it, and it's me talking on this podcast right now, putting it out there in the universe. But like, I was like, Doc, I'm going to tell you right now. Um, here's my story. I am so embarrassed. It is the most embarrassing thing about me. There is no dark secret in my mind. Of the, my teeth is the darkest secret of John. Like, that is my darkest, deepest, darkest secret. It's even crazy. Like, talking about it right now is making me feel really weird. And, like, it is my deepest, darkest secret. And I was like, Doc, I am so embarrassed by this. But here's my thing. I want to pay you. And I want to get this done. 
and I want to keep coming back. You just you book them, and I'll show up, and we'll get it done. And he was like, "Let's do it." And we booked out, you know, the next year. And we, you know, they plan. They they do a really good job. They plan your insurance out for you. Say like, you got insurance. Yeah, yeah. They tell you. They tell you like I don't have great insurance, but I was like, I, but I, you know, I'm lucky. I have a lot of savings. And me and Brittany were like, let's go easy on Christmas. Let's go easy on birthday. I don't want a PlayStation Five. I want my fucking mouth fixed. Yeah. Like that's that's for that's that's the conversations yeah. we had for sure. Like let's go on vacation, spring break, but let's go somewhere close by because. I, I want my teeth fixed. I don't want a PlayStation. I don't want to go to fucking Florida. I want my fucking mouth fixed because it bothers me. It's crazy how much fear and shit I live in every day of like, oh, I hope I, I got to be on this side because I can't smile that way because they might see that back tooth or something. You know, I want that shit done. I want it yeah. fixed. So I, that's my 2021, man. I'm getting all that shit done. I'm going to have the best goddamn fake fucking metal well, teeth that, of all that, time. That's what everyone does now. Yeah, that's great. You know, it's funny, that, it. it's funny that you did that because like, I yeah. I have I have a very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll keep my brief, but oh, go ahead. Um, one, of, one, of, one of the people that come in here, yeah. every morning, a little customer, yeah, yeah, comes and gets two teas every single morning. Uh-huh. Is Doctor Murray here in oh, Florida, okay. Oklahoma? He's, 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 a, he's a dentist, been here for over twenty years. DDS, and um, he's bad to the bone. Is he? Dude. He's yeah. so cool. Right, right. And um, he's the kind of guy to where he's like, he's like, your tooth hurt? I was like, yeah. yeah. He comes and looks at it. He's like. Some lower tap. Then you can take it. He's 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 cool. <laughs> oh god! I mean, he's he's very he's very cool though. He, yeah, know, he yeah, knows yeah. you need it. He, he gets you out of pain. He's a great doctor. Right. And um, so I've been going there for for a while. Well, I mean, everyone that listens knows I'm, I'm a self business owner. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never dumped my money into things. Yeah. That I don't feel like I'm going to use. It's hard. Like, I know. I, I, know I, how you are, I know what you're saying. I don't yeah. dump my money into dental insurance every month it's because hard. I feel like. I only go once every few years, so I'll just pay out of pocket when the time comes. I feel you. Little do you know when the time comes, it's fucking expensive. Oh, it's so, crazy. Yeah. So I had a problem. Okay, so I, I don't have the best of teeth either. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. first time going over there, I was wrestling a match. Um, I got hit in the mouth with a cowbell. Yeah. Busted my front tooth in half. Right. I went over there. I was like, I can't afford to replace this. He's like, Oh, you don't have to replace it. We're gonna bond it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Bond it. What does that mean? He's yeah. like, Well, he's like, I had one bonded when I was twelve years old, and I still got it. And yeah, he's sixty. So I was like, Okay, cool. So he, he fucking recreated my right tooth. Right. Perfect mirror image, right, right, right. Of my right tooth, yeah, and fixed it, and I've had that for four years now. Now I'll probably go in there before he retires, just get it redone, just so mm-hmm. I have another ten years on it. Yeah, um, that was the last time. Then I went, I went on a cruise, mm-hmm. and as when the as the minute the boat took off, tooth got infected. I was in pain the whole cruise. I stayed in bed. Oh, that's miserable. It was miserable, dude. Yeah. I was eating ibuprofen like candy. Yeah. I went through one of those giant eight hundred counts yeah, yeah, in yeah. a week. Eesh. Like I could not. I just couldn't stop taking that right right and a bad for my liver whatever oh yeah, yeah i got back went in there he's like listen yeah. and this is this is my far back right tooth right he's like both of these two these i thought it was yeah. one it was two he's yeah. like these are both really bad right right he's like you're not gonna be able to save that back one i was like pull it get that like, fucker out i was like i don't yeah. care to pull it i yeah. said i'll chew on fucking gum yeah. like hey, get, get, get it out of my skull uh. and he pulled it and he's like here's the thing here's what i think he's like since you didn't get your wisdom teeth taken out when you, when you were a kid yeah. when i pull this Six months, that wisdom tooth's gonna grow in its place. It's gonna be like you never missed it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So he pulled it, and same situation with you. Yeah. It took him forever to right, get it. Right, right, right. He finally Brutal. broke it. It shot across the room. Oh. Um, and I was like, oh my god. Same thing. I had to put dissolvable stitches in my mouth. Yeah. Um, I was terrified of getting dry socket. Um, yeah. I was really scared. No, I will uh, real, real quick. Like he, I don't know if it's new now or what, or well, I don't know, or maybe my situation was special. But he was like. They did something. It's called a bone graft. He kept saying, "We're doing a bone graft," which which oh, means right. you'll you'll never you'll you have no worry about dry socket. So all of my teeth that have been pulled have been bone grafted, mm. whatever that means. And um, he uh, he says, "Yeah, this prevents dry socket from even being a problem." So hopefully that's just oh. like a thing of the past that they're getting mm. over or whatever. Well, mine was definitely potential dry socket. Yeah, 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 yeah. But my my original one was too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Back on, in the day, yeah. I sucked on gauze for like three hours. Oh yeah. Oh stop yeah. Bleeding. yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so that was good. Then, I, then very shortly after, the fucking one next to it that I thought I had time right. got infected too. Right, right, right. And I went in there and I was, I was like, I was like, I need to do something with this. And he's like, if you pull this, you're gonna have no upper right teeth. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. then what's gonna happen is over time, your teeth are gonna shift. Yeah. Because it's gonna be nothing to bite down on. Right. So your bottom teeth are gonna to shift to the left, right, right. and your top teeth are gonna to shift to the right, yeah. and you're gonna have a crooked smile. Right. And I was like, man. Yeah. And I, and I pay out of pocket, and he was like, he's like, um, we need to do a root canal. 
I was like, well, how much did you rip it out of pocket? And he's like, $1,700. Yeah. And I was like, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went home and I had wow. savings too. And I told my wife, I was like, yeah. listen, you need to get to do it. She's like, definitely do you gotta, it. You gotta do so it. So I went man. up there, I was like, hey, I'm gonna set a payment plan. I'm gonna do 750 today and I'll do the rest next yeah. week. And um, I could have done it all at once, but something about, yeah, breaking, sure. something about breaking it up maybe. If you, if you can break it up, you might as well. Something yeah. about breaking it up makes me work harder. It makes, I, okay. Yeah. Because, I'm like, because I'm like, if I pay this now, yeah. I'm not going to want to take that out of my savings. So I will sell more product next week to compensate. It makes it more palatable for sure. So I did it, got the root canal. And um, so yeah, so my wisdom tooth ended up, it did end up growing in. Oh, good. It's almost like I don't have a missing right back tooth. Good, good, good. Yeah. So now I'm like, fuck, if my left one goes, I know what I'm doing. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I do think I'm going to have to eventually, what yeah. I really want is I eventually want to get veneers on all of them. Yeah, I want to get yeah, yeah. my whole mouth pulled that's and redone. Big, that's the big thing. Spend yeah, five to 10 grand and just fucking get yeah. everything. Roman Reigns did it. You know, yeah. get it. Matt Hardy did it. Yeah. Get it all, get it redone, get a nice smile. Don't worry about fucked up teeth anymore. That might be where I'm going as well eventually, but so. right now I'm doing what is. My so. dad has goddamn dentures. <laughs> God damn! My dad's had dentures since he was fucking 35, probably. Fuck Tops. that, man. Seabong gold strips. Been buying them forever. Pop them out of his mouth. God damn. All right, guys. I hope you uh, took something away from this. Uh, two things. Uh, Brush your, your teeth. teeth fit. Brush, you know what? One thing. Brush your fucking teeth, you nasty bitch.